so happy to have you guys here um, joining us and hopefully you have beautiful weather where you are today. <sighs> Amen. Great yeah. to have everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us. Yeah, thanks for being with us again. I'm just going to peek on here and kind of see who is with us. So we have Taylor with us. Hi, Taylor. Hope Holly's sitting there with you. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you guys with us every week. Um, yeah, and Brian Owen. Good morning, church Good family. morning. Good morning, Brian. Great to have you with us. Good also. morning, Sebastian, if you're listening. Yeah, hopefully Seabass is sitting there too. Mm -hmm. So uh, great to have everybody with you today. Yeah, um, with us. With us, yeah. yeah. And I thought I'd do a little disclaimer this morning, or just a little information. I've kind of, I've invited a few people that I've met recently to, to tune in with us and just to let them know that uh, we started out as a church plant and then mm -hmm. during COVID we evolved into just doing a weekly service and we kept it more of a discussion-based thing and so uh, we are kind of an online church community. Not kind of, we are. We're like yeah. the first one and the Nazarene Church yeah. that's officially all online. But we're doing things a little bit different. Um, we we want to interact. We love the interaction. We've thought about at times going into a studio and doing an actual professional video, but we've opted uh. against it because we kind of like this live interaction yeah. that Facebook has afforded us so we can get comments and, you know, kind of engage with people. And yeah. We've opted to stay with the more informal conversation, uh, mm -hmm. conversation yeah. uh, because we feel like faith in its origin was something that was shared. Mm -hmm. When you read in the Bible, They're, they went from house to house and they discussed and they they explained to people a better way of, of living in their faith. And it wasn't so much a pulpit thing. No. And that's something that we've kind of created in the last couple hundred years. We've turned being a pastor into a celebrity and it's about entertainment, worships, all about... The profession. Um, yeah. And it, There's even awards for preaching. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And we, we feel like that Christianity and faith is more caught than taught and yeah. just by sitting down and talking with people and sharing your heart and exploring things and you know even in the hebrew culture to sit down and argue and disagree was yeah just part it's called midrash yeah. <laughs> and they would get together and they would um they would uh, discuss scriptures uh, for hours and sometimes really heatedly and yeah. yelling and screaming and then they'd leave the evening with hugs and and friends and it's like couldn't wait to do it again yeah it's okay and so this way, yeah, Brian says, no, I love this. It feels more like straight love. Well, we agree. Amen. We feel the same way. And you can sit and have coffee. Yeah. I almost went into how I almost won the Darwin Award on the side of a mountain. Yeah. But I don't think we need to share that. Yeah, we, we, we won't share that. We I survived, though. So if you remember a couple of weeks ago... Um, well, let's pray first. Yes, How let's do. How about we do that? If you guys would, and you told them we're having communion today. Yes, I did. All right. I'm going to read the collect and then pray. So if you would join me in prayer this morning. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given to us, your servants, grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal <coughs> Trinity and in the power of your divine majesty to worship the unity Keep us steadfast in this faith and worship and bring us at last to see you in your one and eternal glory, O Father, who with the Son and the Holy Spirit live and reign with one God forever and ever. 
Amen. 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 You know, I love these colics from week to week just because I, you know, somebody just didn't sit down and pin these on a whim. You know, mm. this was probably a, a monk that's committed his life to contemplation and prayer and day in and day out fellowship with the scripture and you know and they and then they they come up with these scriptures throughout the year and then they they come up with a prayer that really kind of succinctly mm-hmm. ties them in sums them up mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking today about the trinity mm-hmm. and uh, yet yeah, it's the first sunday after pentecost and uh, we're talking about the trinity the trinity kind of that completed revelation of of God Mm -hmm. in the spirit and it talks about just giving God glory and worship and one of the Psalms for this week uh, just goes on and on just about giving God glory giving him praise thanking him for his goodness Mm -hmm. thanking him for the creation uh, acknowledging that the waters on the oceans and the tides and the moon and the star everything that we live in and mm-hmm. experience is all part of God's grace mm-hmm. and we're giving thanks for that and I listened to a, a book yesterday and he just brought back that basic point of the key element to expanding and growing and being successful in this life and being happy is as an attitude of mm-hmm. gratitude yep. and one of just yep. being a thankful person and it sounds so simple but It'll so change your life so many of us are so ungrateful yeah and if we're not out now ungrateful we're just apathetic we just yep. ignore or we expect and um, well it's like you know driving back through kansas you know you just let the scenery pass you by pass you by mm. pass you by because you're going and we miss out on so yeah. much. And I think that's part of ultimately what we've been created to do is God enabled this relationship so that we could now experience creation and be a thankful people, mm-hmm. be one that is thankful for the food we have mm-hmm. and the clothes that we have and the people in our life and the love that we experience. And that's part of what now we need to be growing mm-hmm. in our relationship. So if you remember a couple of weeks back, we, uh, we told you, we showed you the avocado plant mm-hmm. or seed actually, and how the seed, we put it in a glass of water. I don't think we actually showed them. I yeah, think. we did. Oh, okay. We, because we showed them the root that, yeah. the tap root that yeah. came out eventually. Well, we wanted to show you again. Um, this is that avocado, and we've planted it. We've submersed it into this soil, this rich soil, because mm-hmm. it now needs a bigger environment mm-hmm. of more nutrients so that those roots can be fed and that this plant, the stem, and these leaves can now grow. And this will and eventually become an avocado tree with mm-hmm. fruit. Well, if it's for, it will, I mean, it's a great metaphor. It won't have fruit unless we have another one and they cross-mogenate. Well, yeah, and that's all part of the growth yeah. process. Yep. So if we, if we Cross-mogenation. Follow, yeah, if we follow through <laughs> with it. If we, and if our cats quit eating the leaves. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, um, it survived that. What is it with cats and eating plants? I have I no s- idea. We're still new to this it. cat life. But yes, we the see the um, the roots have grown down into really good soil, and that's what we're admonished to do: is send our roots down deep into love, 
and that will uh, and the first psalm is like that you would be a tree planted mm -hmm. by streams of living water and that your roots go deep down because what do the roots do the roots will go seek out that water mm -hmm. um, gosh they found like vineyards that have sent their roots down um, miles to get to the closest water source mm. and so we send our roots down deep into love and draw from those springs of living water which is the spirit mm -hmm. which then um, fills our whole being so then we can bear much fruit and right. that's what make God what makes God happy is that we bear much fruit right and so we went through um, Lent, and then you know we've had the resurrection, and we talked about the final discourse that John, Jesus gives in John, and he's talking to us about the Holy Spirit, and he's telling his disciples, "Look, I'm going away to prepare a place for you, so that where I am, you will be also." He didn't say where you're going to be; he said where right. I am, you will be also. And you're like, hmm. So he's he's connecting heaven and earth mm -hmm. and he says I'm going to send the advocate the comforter the the teacher the helper the the spirit is going to come and things are going to be much better for you so you you start to see this plan laid out mm -hmm. and so we know about God the father from the old testament and then God in his love gives his son in the new testament Jesus comes to demonstrate God and his love and how he interacts with people and responds to people and then Jesus says now the Holy Spirit is going to come and the Holy Spirit is going to submerge you now mm -hmm. into the presence of God and so the Greek word for that is baptizo mm -hmm. and so if a Greek person goes to the donut shop they baptizo their donut into the coffee. And so we've done that to this plant. We've baptizoed it mm -hmm. into the soil. And so what Jesus now is saying that I'll send the Holy Spirit and I will baptizo mankind into this mm -hmm. spirit, this life, this power of God. And so when we awaken like mm -hmm. that avocado seed mm -hmm. to this reality, well, now we've been submersed into the Holy Spirit, and that's where that life is, mm -hmm. and that's where that power is. And it's and we all we draw from it then the rest of our lives. Right, mm -hmm. right. And so um, we're talking today now about um, water and mm -hmm. and spirit. Uh, one of the uh, one of the scriptures for this week is John is uh, Jesus's discussion with Nicodemus, mm. and. Uh, he was telling Nicodemus, he said, everyone now needs to be born of the spirit. They mm -hmm. need to not only be born of the, f the flesh or the body, but now they need to be born of the spirit. And he couldn't quite grasp that mm -hmm. at this point. And he said, how does this happen? Do you, yeah. you enter your mother's womb again? And, and Jesus said, no. So we're talking about water and spirit. We're talking mm -hmm. about flesh and we're talking about spirit. Uh, essentially, we're talking about natural and supernatural which really isn't a distinction I mean when when um, there shouldn't be a distinction mm -hmm. spirit matter um, just seamlessly flow mm -hmm. I mean I don't even think there should be a word as supernatural mm -hmm. or overnatural because it's all part of God's mm -hmm. uh, creation yeah yeah amen so 
uh, today we want to talk about uh, the universe. You hear that term a lot, uh, the universe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to talk about the light. We've talked about that for um, the light. We we want to talk about infinite life, ultimate life source. You know the eternal energy. Um, we're we're talking a lot. We got to better rein that in. Well, be, I just want to draw your attention to these other terms that you hear a lot. And I'd mentioned to you the movie The Matrix and that that mm -hmm. scene where Morpheus is like. And do you want to know what it is? And, <laughs> and then he's like, why didn't I just take the blue pill yeah. and wake up and forget all this? But we're, we're talking about the Trinity. We're yeah. talking about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. God the Holy Spirit. And so now we've come to this point in the church calendar, the first Sunday after Pentecost, to where we're like, what do we do now? You know, yeah. we, we've, we've got God the Father, God the Son, we've got God the Holy Spirit. Well, now we have to understand what that life is like now in the Spirit. And uh, we have to kind of get past, we were talking this morning that you have to get past this notion that we're talking about three distinct people right. in heaven sitting up there somewhere trying to figure out how to run things down here. These are and this is the mystery of the Trinity. And it is a mystery. If someone ever comes to you, again, we've said it before, and says, oh, I understand all about the Trinity. I've got that down. Right. They don't because it is a mystery. And any talk of tr the Trinity, any talk of God as we ascribe names and characteristics, um, it's all metaphor because it is so way beyond, way beyond our understanding. Mm -hmm. That's why Jesus used parables. It's like the kingdom of God is like this, or mm -hmm. God is like that. And um, so we need to, we, we, it's hard to wrap our brain around, but one good way, uh, Richard Rohr, Father Richard Rohr wrote a book and it was called The Divine Dance. And it described the relationship within the Trinity. And if you've ever seen uh, Rublev's uh, Trinity, it's a picture of, of the three uh, depictions of uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit around a table. And they're all giving and receiving uh, amongst the three, but then there's room at the table for you and for mm. me. And the original picture had a, had a mirror right there. So when the person walked up to the painting, they saw themselves reflected mm -hmm. as the next person invited into the divine dance. Mm. And the Trinity is more of a love relationship that we are also being invited into. The Trinity mm -hmm. is relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and it, the relationship is love. And that, that depiction of the pouring out of the cup and then the receiving in the three, um, uh, that's indicative of that word kenosis that we've talked about in the um, oldest hymn in the church in Philippians. It talks about how um, Christ um, poured himself out, you know, came to earth in the form of a, you know, a human, mm -hmm. a slave, and, and just emptied himself uh, completely. Um, and, and so that's kind of that cup emptying, but then also being filled. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. again, it's metaphor, it's mystery. The three 
aspects of God yet one. Right, and so we awaken to the fact that God is present within us. We, re we receive and accept, we awaken to this salvation that's been granted and understanding that presence within us daily and, that, and understanding a daily relationship that we have and so now we understand and re receive the Holy Spirit and that's that presence in our life and one of the things we've endeavored to always do over the years is we have to get away church people have this way of trying to um, make things mutually exclusive and kind of like us and them and so we've unfortunately turned the Holy Spirit into this experience that mm -hmm. only a select few can yeah. have rather than understanding it's about a relationship it's yeah. about God's presence and it's for God's everyone. presence with everyone yeah. and in everyone and if mm -hmm. you choose to awake to it that's what they mean by receive the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. you know when you receive God into your heart when you receive the presence of the Holy Spirit you're you're awakening to mm -hmm. it you're consciously choosing to participate with mm -hmm. him in the a, life of the Trinity. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, so then that's where the soil mm -hmm. analogy comes in because once you receive that and understand that it's present in your life, you've then basically, you realize that you're submersed into this power, if you will. You've been submersed into this soil that's rich with life. And then you begin to understand that that's where the supernatural mm -hmm. comes in. That's where that life comes and flows into you, like that water from the stream that's coming up from into the roots mm -hmm. from the soil. And that's, you know, the avocado plant is bearing and growing. Mm -hmm. And it's it didn't ask to be submersed into the soil. We put it in there, mm -hmm. and now the soil is doing what the soil is doing, and it's releasing mm -hmm. that life and that power. And see, that's what we want for you. That's mm -hmm. what we wanted you know that's mm -hmm. what we've seen in our life and that's what almost forces you to be humble and grateful mm -hmm. towards life because you start seeing this grace in your life of things happening mm -hmm. and God doing things for you and you just learn after a while that it's not because you've been a good boy it's right. not because you're behaving properly Thank or going to church Lord. or not going to church right. but you begin to just because you're beloved. Yeah, you just flow with it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to read this by uh, Richard Rohr. It's hard to imagine that so many still have a very static notion of God's being and divine action in the world when we have so much evidence to the contrary. Our theological understanding of the Trinity reveals God as a divine dance. Mm. The indwelling Holy Spirit shows us God who also moves within us. The notion of salvation is continuously and actively revealed in the scriptures. History itself is unfolding alongside human growth. Many spiritual development schemas have been formed beginning with the desert period and carrying on through the Christian mystics. Sadly, even resurrection has traditionally been understood as a static, one-time anomaly concerning Jesus. Few saw it as a promise and a model for us too. And you can read about that in 1 Corinthians 15, 20 through 25. Jesus is the firstborn 
of many. Mm -hmm. And we are co-heirs with Christ. Basically, you know, Christ is our elder brother who paved the way for us, showed us the model for everything, which is, you know, life, death. Mm -hmm in resurrection and that resurrection is for us too mm -hmm. yeah amen resurrection life mm -hmm. uh, and that's where we have um, you know you've got the awakening and you've you've got that first resurrection and then what you enter into you'll hear the term sanctification and how mm -hmm. god you'll read about paul saying that you know god is taking on the task of sanctifying that us and that is just basically molding and shaping and pruning and and creating so we live in this life in this process of sanctification and that is to mature mm -hmm. uh, to be perfected in God's kind of and love. that's the whole body of Christ that's one of the things that we've really lost is that um, in a biblical times salvation um it, it was resurrection it was all understood as community, community. as corporate, corporate as all, all we have traded that in for a cheap uh, come say your sinner's prayer and get your ticket to heaven punched that is not what it's about we are all in this together mm -hmm. and um i wanted to read this uh, romans 8 16 and 17 says the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Mm -hmm. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If only we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. And then this is what um, Richard Rohr has to say. On my own, I don't know how to believe that I'm a child or heir of God. It is being together in our wholeness with the entire body of Christ that makes it somehow easier to believe that we are beautiful. We each have our own little part of the beauty, our own gifts of the Spirit, as Paul puts it in 1 Corinthians 12. Paul says that particular way the Spirit is given to each person is for the common good. Paul's word for this is a charism or gift that is given to each person, not just for themselves, but to build up the community and even society as a whole. Since we don't have the full responsibility of putting it all together as individuals, we can shed the false theology of perfectionism. And you will recognize that in sometimes when people talk about sanctification or holiness, it is a veiled, um, oh great. Sorry, we the have, neighbors are digging something. We have mics on. But it's a false theology of perfectionism. Right. All we have to do is discover our own gift, even if it's just one little thing, and use it for the good of all. Right. So we in our corporate wholeness are the glory of God. You were talking about the glory of mm -hmm. God. The church as a whole, the body of Christ, is the glory of God, the goodness of God, the presence of God. We are the presence of God in this earth. Mm -hmm. As an individual, I participate in that wholeness, and that is holiness. That's holiness. And that's that, holiness. That's the essence of the word sanctified that yes. we've talked about, is you're set apart, you're special, you are valued, yes. you're special. And that's hard for people to get a hold of mm -hmm. and really get over their own ego with and their own self 
abating kind of destructive yes. thinking is that false you are, holiness you are you are special in the eyes of god you've been created and set apart uh and not because of any church that you belong to or or activities that you do or what you do or you don't do this is a spiritual thing mm -hmm. and this is an act of love that, that god gave to us and he gave us that gift and he's just imploring us please wake up to this mm -hmm. and what do you do when somebody extends you a gift you just receive it yeah. and you just bring it in and you just enjoy it and allow it and that's what yeah. we're talking about yeah. is that in that corporate holiness mm -hmm. uh, that that god has given to us so that's what we want to jump out into uh, this year, we feel like last year was kind of a way to settle everybody down and get them to pay attention and start to learn that this life isn't about jobs and, mm -hmm. and what we get and can buy and to pay, you know, just all of the material things. It's, it's about this relationship and dance that God wants you to settle down into mm -hmm. and then just And then live. realize that we are all connected. Yeah. All of us. And, and we're connected to the creation too. Absolutely. And that's where we move into communion. Uh, communion is a very corporate community mm -hmm. thing. It's something yeah. that we do uh, together as yes. the body of Christ. And Jesus said, it's often as all of you do this, do this in remembrance of me. This is a way for those that want to come to the table can come to the table. Yes. This is kind of like that wedding banquet that mm -hmm. all yeah. are invited to. So I don't feel that scripture says that communion is to be this so wholly separated thing that you have to go through cataclysm or you have to be <laughs> catechism. <Yeah. laughs> it, it isn't something you have to be a member, uh, an exclusive thing. This is something that Jesus put out there for everyone to come and, and partake. And it is a gift. And part of the sacrament is that, you know, for those that confess Christ, <laughs> Uh, that come and, and mm -hmm. partake and so we would invite anyone to mm -hmm. partake in this and this is just a way for us to physically participate in this reality that we are all one together yes. we're all one in God the Holy Spirit unites us together and it's a mystery we can't quite wrap our heads around it but we can we can trust the Lord and believe it by faith Absolutely. Um, and it can remind you every time you take the bread and you mm -hmm. take the cup, you know, that this is the body and this is the blood and it was shed for you so that you could be united in God mm -hmm. and united together and you can receive grace. I mean, all of these things um, are part of the simple mm -hmm. act of communion, but they're very powerful and uh, very necessary mm -hmm to our faith yes. and so we would encourage anyone to participate uh, with us whenever we do communion. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read something by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, he referred to our relationship with, um, with, with God as interbeing and we read about all of that through John. I and the Father are one, I am in you, you are in me and um, there was an Let's see, Paul called it, uh, yeah, Paul called it the body of Christ. Uh, Jesus' corporate image is the reign or kingdom of God. Um, but so there's lots of, uh, uh, some of the ancient mystics called it oneing. Mm. Um, but um, 
In the Eucharist, we get the image of bread. And remember that Jesus is our bread of life. Bread of life. And in the ancient world, that having bread meant survival, survival or not. Yeah. Um, but th listen to this by Thich Nhat Hanh, just on bread, and maybe even think about Christ, the living bread, when you, when you hear this. When I hold a piece of bread, I look at it, and sometimes I smile at it. The piece of bread is an ambassador of the cosmos, offering nourishment and support. Looking deeply into the piece of bread, I see the sunshine, the clouds, the great earth. Without the sunshine, no wheat can grow. Without the clouds, there is no rain for the wheat to grow. Without the great earth, nothing can grow. That is why the piece of bread that I hold in my hand is a wonder of life. It is there for all of us. We have to be there for it. Mm. Amen. You got you got to give them your bug description again too. Oh yes, I love that. <laughs> em well, it's Emily Dickinson, who I didn't even realize was a Christian mystic. Um, but, uh, if you missed it last week, Emily Dickinson um, wrote just a tiny little poem, and it was about the Trinity. And in her eyes, it was in the name of the bee in the name of the butterfly, and in the name of the breeze. I thought that was so good. So the bee represents all of creation. I mean, without bees, we wouldn't have any food. We would not have life on this mm -hmm. planet. And the butterfly, the, the metamorphosis, a butterfly changes from one thing into a, mm -hmm. from you know, a caterpillar into a completely different thing, going through the life cycle that God has mm -hmm. set up, life, death, resurrection and then in the name of the breeze the ruach hakodesh the holy spirit though um jesus said you know the wind that you don't know where it's come from or where it's going but you can feel the mm -hmm. effects of it uh, so i love that in the name of the mm -hmm. bee in the name of the butterfly and in the name of the breeze amen amen so with are we ready for communion yeah so as we move into communion i will put this out there for today's service in particular because you you can approach communion every time with maybe a little different emphasis or a point of thought that god might give you and today mm -hmm. we're talking about the trinity we're talking about the holy spirit uh, as you hear the as you hear the sacraments uh, being officiated today, be open to God and listen. Uh, but I'll ask you the same question that was asked in the Book of Acts: Have you received the Holy Spirit? And if your answer is like the Book of Acts, I haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Well, now you have, mm -hmm. and we've talked about it. You, you've heard about it. You, hopefully it sparked something in you. You, un, you you're like hey I, I understand this I want more of this in my life well then as we pray today receive the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. it's that simple yeah it's yeah. really that simple so mm -hmm. as you hear the words as you bow your head as you pray as you receive the elements receive the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. amen when the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After supper he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink from it, 
all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death. We proclaim his resurrection. We rejoice in his gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them, setting them apart as holy, holy gifts for your holy people, the bread of life and the cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your name. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by Him and with Him and in Him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So these are the gifts of God for the people of God. We're going to take them in remembrance that Christ died for us, and we're going to feed on Him in our hearts by faith mm. with thanksgiving. Michael, this is the body and blood of Christ, broken and shed for you. Thanks be to God. And Don, this is the body and blood of Christ, broken and shed for you. Thanks be to God. Let's pray together. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us that we are living members of his body. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord, to him to you and to the Holy Spirit be honor and glory both now and forever. Amen. 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 So those words now, all of the words that she spoke hopefully make more sense. They become more alive to you and you understand, oh, that's what they're talking about. Um, so as we dismiss this morning and bless you and you go on your way, um, Find that gift that God's been giving you. Uh, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you, number one, how to be a grateful person, and number two, what's, what's that gift that God's given you to bless the body of Christ with? And don't limit that, and mm -hmm. don't, don't uh, discount anything either, because we're all different, yep. you're different, uh, you've got a gift, there's something that God put in you to share, whether that's an encouraging personality or the gift of hospitality, if you play an instrument maybe, mm -hmm. or if you're a carpenter, it could be anything. 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 So did you have something you wanted to close with? No, or? I just really like that, that statement. As an individual, I participate in that wholeness, and that is holiness. Amen. Amen. I like that. Yeah. I participate in the wholeness, the wholeness of the Trinity. Mm -hmm. And that is holiness. Amen. And Seabass says, Amen. Well, Seabass, that's awesome. Um, 
God has obviously set you apart and uh, he's revealing himself to you now at this age. And so just go with it and realize that God thinks you're special. God thinks you are unique Mm -hmm. and he created you that way. And uh, now in the presence of the Holy Spirit every day, you can go and just let that life unfold and, and enjoy it and yep. be, be thankful for it. Amen. Be thankful for your dad. He's a he's a good man. So. Amen. All right. Well, we better uh, close in mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you'd like to receive a blessing, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. May he lead you in peace. May mm-hmm. he lead you by streams of living water. Mm-hmm. May you rejoice daily in the presence of Almighty, loving Father, God, our Abba Father, that we can cry out to daily and the comfort of His Holy Spirit in our heart. Mm-hmm. May the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. All right. Amen. amen. Well, uh, thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to message us. Uh, good good to hear from all of you so we'll uh, be praying for you be praying for us and Mm -hmm. we'll see you next week god bless y'all